Well, listeners, in case you didn't get enough sports today, here's an ad break that'll tell you how to watch even more sports. YouTube is the new home of NFL Sunday Ticket. And if you sign up now, you'll get our lowest full season price of the year. Just go to youtube.com slash presale to get $100 off NFL Sunday Ticket. Watch your favorite team's out-of-market Sunday afternoon games, exclusively on YouTube and YouTube TV. All right, enough about sports. Go get more sports. Terms and embargoes apply. Offer ends June 6. No refunds. Passers wide open. Gets the puck. Tours! That's the only reason I do these podcasts, is so I can hear all those amazing things about myself. So thanks for having me, and now I'm signing off. I am uh, honored, thrilled. This is uh, one of the greatest achievements of my life. I literally, I, I, I showered and I combed my hair for you. <laughs> well, we appreciate that. Welcome, everybody, to the PP1 Podcast. We're still churning these bad boys out, regardless of no Canucks hockey for the last three months, maybe mm-hmm. longer. But that's okay, because we're doing other stuff. We're just hanging around. I've got my dog in the corner. He's chewing a bone. Um, and I got uh, my broski, Ted, on the other side of Kelowna, because uh, Dr. Bonnie dropped the hammer today, and we are doing it Zoom style. Yeah, Ted- today was the day. Tedric. I'm not allowed to come over and visit anymore. And I was already like I had I I vacuumed the the really old couch, and I had coffee ready, and I had a blanket that is not folded, and I got a new hat, and I wanted to yeah show I got you. us uh, I had special beers picked out for us. I had uh, Port Moody's Twin Sail Brewing had the uh, cookie jar oatmeal fudge stout with sea salt. We were gonna hit that. I have had but that I'm just beer. Drink yours it's now. so good, and you know what. I'm still sticking to this. Um, I told you about it. This is not true. No, I disagree. Like nine times out of ten, when there's a good beer, it's me that knows about it first. Mm. I think you told me about the the unicorn fart. This is not that. I also told you about that. You know what? Yeah. I'm gonna check my. I'm gonna check my Twitter. I I yeah, yeah. know. Check I know. Check the receipts, man. Check I, the receipts. I've got them, buddy. It's I got on them. Twitter. I got them. Um, yeah, what happens when you're wrong? There has to be some sort of consequence here. I'm wrong so often. That's the problem. Okay, well, that's I think the it's consequence. The next then. That's the. That's fine. That's the next consequence. I'm sure. Okay. Uh, we also have a good friend of the show, a good friend of mine as well, um, Jason, and I'm sure Katie will pop in from Players Choice. They just launched last night, um, Series One. Uh, upper deck, which uh, was a big success for me. I did not get an uh, Alexi Lafreniere card, but someone got four of them last night. So that Jeez. guy's walking away. Uh, what are those? I, I guess we can bring Jason in right away and he can tell us, uh, you know, is this guy putting a down payment on a car or uh, what's what's the scoop? Jason, are you there? I think I think I accidentally muted him. <laughs> no, he muted himself. There he is. I can see him. Come on in. Now he's, or maybe. There we go. Can you hear me? I can hear you. Okay. There you go. I think you muted me. I'm not sure. I don't. uh, (laughs) Who who knows? Sorry about Ryan, Jason. That's okay. I'm I'm new to this. I'm new to this. I, I, you know. (laughs) Every time I think he's new to this, so yeah, it's only been a few years. Yeah. How many? He's only been running. He's only been running this podcast for like 60 episodes. I. Yeah. yeah. (laughs) That's fine. That's fine. That's you know okay. What? We had some tech technical difficulties last night too. So yeah, I, under- I understand the frustration. Yeah. So quick shout out to you and Katie. Um, you guys have somehow made your business even better than it was um, through the pandemic. You guys have opened like first and foremost. How many packs of hockey cards do you think you've opened at home in front of a camera <laughs> in the last seven months? 
too many to count for sure. And then never mind at the store. And mm-hmm. I know the other day I ripped like 300 Tim Hortons packs just in like, <sighs> while I was standing there and I'm like, I didn't even think about it. You're just kind of used to it. So do you, you get like pack opening blisters? Is that a thing? Or do you cuts? wear like special, special gloves, like receivers do to open these packs? Or are you just so you have such high technique level when it comes to opening the packs that it's just like cracking eggs for you? You watch, uh, you watch a lot of these pro guys do it where they're breaking, like they're on their whatever 50,000th break or whatever. And uh, these, cause some of those guys wear gloves, and I had a guy ask me if we, I was gonna wear gloves. I was like, I'll just refund your money right now, cause I'm not gonna be wearing special gloves to handle your cards. But <laughs> I just couldn't, I just couldn't do it. So, but uh, yeah, you get used to it. It's probably more painful watching people try to rip into their packs, chewing on them and holding them and ripping down the oh. side. And so, yeah, it's just like you sometimes you just have to help them. I would probably classify myself as like a rookie ripper. Oh. Yeah, that's a term you can use, and you can steal that, Jay, and that's fine. There you go, a rookie ripper. Yeah, okay. Ryan, and it's I not It's ripper. not what other people may call that. I was, was going to say, the rookie rippers it's called are usually the ones that can't do the tricks on the poles. Yeah. But, uh, <laughs> <laughs> and that's why we brought you in for the jokes. But we'll go with that. Oh, we're off to a great start. We're off to a great start. Um, So Jason, um, first and foremost, let's let's do the fun stuff and then we'll get to the business. Ted uh, found some hockey cards uh, today, Ted. Oh, well, we're going to talk about this. We're going to go right into that. Why not? Oh. Okay, yeah, I, I I did find some hockey cards. I was helping uh, mom and dad uh, move over their garage and unpack their storage unit. And so I found, you know, you always have that box of stuff that's yours when you move out of mom and dad's house, right? So we found that box, which I think, geez, it must be, it must be 20 years old or something like that. Um, and in that box was like these three signed cards, which I thought was pretty funny. But there's like a, there's like an old school, like signed linden scorecard if i click on it can i see oh there you go yeah trevor linden autograph yeah and then yeah. there was this old speaking of mcdonald's there's the old patrick waugh autographed mcdonald's yeah. card so did you get those signed in person or what these ones we would have got signed in yeah. person yeah yeah you would have i'm them. sure they're not worth anything but um and then there's this one here there's a there's a mario signed as well that's cool yeah 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 i actually i got a big mario signed picture in behind me here on the wall. oh no way you you yeah, lose now ted he's one one of my favorite guys for sure so but you, that stuff's always cool that in-person autographs it doesn't carry a lot of value on the market but yeah. it's more it's probably more valuable to you remembering the times of meeting them and this and that right yeah for sure so, so you, i thought that was kind of neat you met all three of those guys <sighs> yeah different stages yeah that's insane Definitely the Mario and the Wah are going to carry a little more value than Captain Canuck there, but uh, yeah. that's okay. <laughs> Actually, the, the one I didn't meet was Trevor. That was the yeah. only guy I didn't meet. Somebody else got that card for me. So That's pretty awesome. He's, that's pretty he's awesome. around Kelowna quite often, so I mean, you'll get your chance. I don't know. I think I've had the – we've talked about this a couple episodes. I don't know if I'm ever going to take the opportunity to meet them. The guy, I just hold the guy so high. He's just like you know that idol status for me, right? So I don't want to meet him. And then have a bad experience. So I just want to, every time I see him, I always just keep him at like, you know. It happens. We'll try to get him to a dinner event or something where he's got to be on good behavior. You'll <laughs> there be you okay. go. <laughs> Sometimes where you meet these guys out of stuff like that, it's not so fun. Yeah. Right. So let's get into uh, a little bit more fun stuff. So you opened, I don't even, I guess, what was it? Two cases worth of uh, Series 1 last night. Um, yeah. Like a champ. And, uh, you know, without gloves, went without gloves, went through some technical difficulties when you're, you know, filming on the phone and everything, which you guys have done basically every break, every auction, um, pretty much everything you guys have done, you know, Monday, Wednesday, Friday, um, since March. Yeah. And, uh, last night was a lot of fun, actually. That was probably, I mean, despite everything that kind of happened and there's some, you know, audio and video problems there you've got a lot of lifers there so i think we all kind of stuck in there but uh you know the the prize because of it was pretty awesome so getting to see uh lexi lafreniere in there plus a few of the other rookies that maybe we're not talking about i think byfield you were saying is in series two yeah he's gonna be in series two i mean you guys are big canucks fans so d pietro's in series one yeah um nice. and uh 
how do you say you levy is that what you said the defense yeah yeah he's he's actually i didn't know he was in this series too so i was surprised to see his young gun and canvas so uh the canucks are going to be pretty strong represented again what is a uh mikey di pietro and an olio levy card going for right now they're like five to 15 bucks kind of thing right now so super super cheap on the market compared to like you know the the 300 to 500 that uh lafournier is fetching right now um so it definitely definitely you could afford to buy a lot more of those and take a chance on them uh the money for the lafournier stuff is going uh it's crazy right just to see what this kid's not even gonna play in the nhl to hopefully february mm-hmm. so we'll it's a it's a lot of money to put out uh, on a guy that that we're not sure of and ryan was saying so somebody picked out three of them on the last the last you break four hey? crazy four. yeah he got three regular ones and one canvas all in the same break so it was funny because i was joking during the break i was like oh he can tip me with a case of beer or something and then when i woke up this morning there was a text on my phone that said what type of beer do you drink so there I, was you like, go. I thought it was funny yeah yeah, so nice. he's got his four Lafreniere cards. Uh, I mean, you obviously said one of them was worth like 500 bucks already. How does one go about moving a card like that? So he's got it in his, his stable now. It's part of it's part of the portfolio. Is moving it difficult to do, or is that something that you have to find like a middleman to go through? Super easy. I mean, nowadays with like Facebook and Castanet and eBay and every other thing, it's pretty easy to sell the big stuff nowadays. Sometimes like... The twenty, thirty, forty thousand dollar cards can be a little tougher to move. Like I recommend mm-hmm. using somebody for that. Uh, or like when you've got tons of the five and ten and twenty dollar cards, it gets a little frustrating dealing with everybody. Right. But when it's the simple, you know, the few big cards, it's pretty easy to sell those guys. So that's, right on. That's pretty neat. Yeah, there was there's some pretty neat cards in there. Like, you know, we're not a fan of all the different. Uh, styles or themes that they kind of have in there because there's definitely like they had the portraits it looks basically like uh Ted, i don't know if you've seen any of the pictures of this series but it's basically it looks like um you know the early 90s uh class or uh like looks uh, like a high school photo there yeah like with a, all the laser beams and all that stuff okay back. maddie do you got one of those with the like the glamour shots around? glamour shots with dead the ones with the laser yeah. beams kicking around exactly nobody's holding the cat oh, yeah, you got an insert a portrait insert Patty's going to go grab one. I'll show you what they look like. He actually just brought, uh, there's the Lafournier right there. That's what they look like. Oh, yeah. I don't know if you can see it or not, but it's kind of a, it's a mixed decision right now if people like it or not, because it doesn't actually have his number or name on the jersey. And it's a pretty lame uh, looking but, card. Like when you, as far as like considered all a bunch of the other ones, like just there, there's no real action to it. It just looks very staged. Well, it was shot. He was the only one at a rink at a photo shoot after he got drafted by the Rangers. Yeah. And the NHLPA wouldn't let him put a name and number on the back because he won't be wearing 11 because of Messier, and he won't be wearing 9 because of Graves. So I think his uh, his actual jersey number is number 13. Um, but they wouldn't, They didn't have the, the official license kits and stuff done up in time, so they just wouldn't let him do it. Huh. So we're just like we're just happy that he's in the set. Put it that way. We weren't complaining about the photo or anything. These photos, on the other hand, these are what nope. <laughs> these things. Oh, that's that so good. Off. This, this, this is this is what what Ryan's talking about. I don't know about these. These it are, is, uh, it's, it's glamour shots with Deb. They're they're yeah. they're questionable at best. Uh, you know, we're friends with the, the designer of the product, and uh, it seems like every year he just wants to come out with one set that you're like what the frick like what were you thinking kind of thing so it's got to keep it interesting right yeah this year that's what he picked so <laughs> i already know a subset for uh for the second series it's probably going to cause even more of a stir but we'll see in march if that one gets past the uh every uh everything every year new new nhl third jerseys come out and and there's always a weird canucks one in there right so you gotta it's just it's like ugly. that with hockey it's, cards. It's so ugly this year. I saw the Detroit <laughs> one. They're they they're like the Detroit fans are like, why do we get stuck with a practice jersey? But yeah, some of them are pretty ugly. So or the Islanders, I, like they're wearing that one already. Card. Yeah. What what's that there, Ryan? I was gonna say the Islanders card. It's like or the jersey. It's like they're already wearing that jersey. I know. It's yeah. It's sometimes it's like they forgot about the islanders i think that's what they did they're like oh let's just go with this one i was just kind of joking on twitter like uh it's like every like six that they designed you know they got like a you know kind of a the pizza hut uh 
you know, like the reader awards we used to get in, in school where you read like 10 books and you get a free personal pieces. They're like, well, if, yeah. we, if we design one more jersey, let's just rush this one and then we'll get our, our certificate and we can go down Pizza Hut. Like, yeah. it just seems like they rush like probably two thirds of those jerseys, hit, a, hit, you know, a third of them. And they're like, wow, people just buy them. Like the Ducks uh-huh. one, the Ducks one I thought was, you know, to go back to when third jerseys came out like it it brings you back everybody wanted it now it's going to be available again so because it was just I, ridiculous you think that's going to be a popular jersey that ducks jersey 100%. I, I think it looks horrific but 100 it's i love the the habs jersey actually out of there with that the reverse color mm-hmm. but uh yeah that's a short there's, one there's a lot of habs fans i've on a couple message boards there and they're shitting all over it so i don't know what they're all purists you know so. yeah it's habs, like they, they just don't want anything to change right so yeah, but some of them are definitely pretty cool for sure. Well, the Yotes like was the Detroit mean. one, the Detroit one, for instance. I mean, that's not a nice looking jersey, but I remember not liking those uh, those solid white and red trim All Star jerseys when they came out like a while back. And then thinking like, they they actually look pretty good out on the ice with the white gloves and the white pants. And so maybe it'll look better when they're on the ice. But at first glance, that Detroit one isn't really nothing to. It's kind of a meh jersey. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. So we'll have to wait and see for some of these ones. I'm thinking. Yeah, I was actually gonna get Katie to post a contest on our site to to rank them like their favorite or something like a contest to rank from worst to first to see what what the average person thinks. Okay, to yeah. see who their, who their favorite ones are. So we'll see the ones. I don't know that ducks one. I can't. I, <laughs> I don't know. I, I yeah, I'm not a big fan of that one. But somebody it, was saying to me. They, a lot of the jerseys, and not all of them, but because some of them are really nice, but a lot of the jerseys remind me of like, when you, know, you walk into Canadian Tire and you see that sort of budget CCM jersey, <laughs> yeah. right? They, like the exactly. kids are playing ball hockey in on the streets. And it, a lot of them look like that to me. And they do like to have this level of cheapness to it, right? And yeah. Yeah. So I'm just not, I'm cool. not sold on a lot of these jerseys for sure. The one year, the one your aunt buys you for Christmas, yeah. but she, she doesn't want to spend the one ninety nine, so she's happy to spend the seventy nine. Yeah. And, oh, where to school? Yeah. Yeah. And she did ask you what you wanted for Christmas. Yeah. 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 <laughs> like, could you just I love have it. given me like you know a sandwich instead, or some, like you know some cookies? Because that would have been nice. Um, yeah. Jason, I've seen something too. You kind of mentioned this on your flex nights, and maybe I'll I'll mention those first. Um, you guys launched a, a new little kind of featurette show on your YouTube channel. Um you call it basically your flex flex night or flex show and just kind of shows off yeah just kind of shows off like just me without a shirt just ripping it (laughs) and i mean the subscribers have just like shot through the roof yeah Um, but it's kind of neat to see basically the cards most of us are just striving for like you know series one everybody wants to get that you know that top card but it's basically these are the cards that you know, most of us probably aren't investing in, but we'd love to own. Like we hear about them, but seeing them, you know, about as close as we could possibly get and knowing that they're in the vicinity and, you know, not only just the dollar value, but just kind of seeing like how cool some of these cards are and why they're worth what they are and just the short runs on them. I think it's been a really cool series that you guys have done. Um, You were kind of mentioning on, uh, not your latest one, but I think the one before, about uh, kind of like the custom um, custom memorabilia cards that are being made. Um, maybe explain that and kind of how you can go about and how you can kind of have like your own jersey card or your own autographed uh, memorabilia card made. Well, it's really, really took off the last little while. Like for sure that Flex show, we're on episode four. We just aired for the Young Guns. So we've been having a lot of fun with that. Uh, we, you know, we, we try to release it every Tuesday and we're going to try to stick with that even though, the weeks seem to go by so fast now. I don't know what's going on. Even if mm. we film a couple episodes at once, it seems to go by too fast. But um, with the, there's a lot of people now doing like cut cards and custom cards, and it's really neat to see like when you know you have an authentic autograph. You know, say you met Patrick Waugh at a restaurant or whatever, but you only had a napkin or a business card or whatever. And all these people have got these pieces of memorabilia they've got signed over the years, but they're on you know, no offense, but they're on crappy items. They're, they're taking those now. Yeah. Yeah. Something like that. Those are actual cards. Yeah. Like, so, yeah. So if you were to like take that Patrick Waugh auto off that card and cut it out and put it in the cool, like fold out custom card or something with him holding the cup up or something, it's, it's really neat. Like they're, they're just doing amazing work with that. 
um, guys like Ken Dryden that don't sign cards too often and stuff. Like I think I had a autographed Dryden book there. He signs a lot of his biographies. Um, you cut those out and put those in the card or it just, I don't know. It just, it's adding to it. It's giving you something cooler to look for. Right. And how do you get those made? Uh, we've got a guy that we work with, um, that he builds them. Like we're building an NHL trophy set for a customer right now. That's just absolutely crazy. Like think of every NHL trophy right now and then think of who it's named after and then think of getting an autograph from each of those people. And then, like, I think I had, did I have the Lord Stanley yeah. on that? Yeah, yeah, that was amazing. So we, there's even a rarer one that, that we have that we're just right working on all the paperwork and for right now. Um, but, I mean, you're in some of those, you're talking, like, tens of thousands of dollars per card. So you, you want to make sure you're going to a reputable source to do it. So it's a company that we've worked back, uh, back east with for a long time now, and he really got into it this last year or two. And he just does an amazing job with them. So on, let's just say, I don't know, like I, a lot of people have you know, early on met like Sidney Crosby. Uh, yeah. He was at the Memorial Cup. You and I remember that. Uh, Ted, I'm sure you probably remember pretty well too. Oh, yeah. When he was in Kelowna um, after his, uh, actually it was like his rookie season in uh, Ramuski, I think, and basically won every single trophy, came out to Kelowna for the, the tournament. Um, I, everyone and their dog seemed to have gotten an autograph at that point. I know I do. I've got my... Uh, my sign I made for, was it Connected, whenever it was, they had Don Taylor. And I got him to sign the sign after we were walking out. He was drinking a Coke in, in the place because he couldn't drink beer yet. <laughs> but, like, if I was to, like, get that put into, it'll probably be, like, it would be, like, a jumbo card, I suppose, which I've seen. Like, what would something like that cost to do? Like, how easy is this to do? And, like, does it, you know, is it a couple hundred bucks? Is it, you know, is this attainable for anybody? Some some of them are mind-blowingly cheap. Like some of the guys, you can get them done for as little as like $40, $50 kind of thing. And then some you can spend the big money on, um, you know, you can, but even huge money is only like three or $400. Okay. So like, so yeah, so they're not that. They're Very not attainable a, then. Yeah, exactly. Like, especially if you've got just that piece of scrap paper that, you know, your uncle met whatever, Howie Moran's back in the, 40s and you've got it sitting in your in a book or something you might as well do something with it you might as well make it look cool for sure well, i might so have to do I've that got a, no idea. do you have any of these at the shop is that something like yeah. we well if you go back if you go watch that uh that show i've got all those trophy ones on there i think i do have some on display at the shop i've just uh working on and just debating i've got a two jason from muhammad ali in like inside of a program and i'm debating on cutting that and making it into like a Muhammad Ali like fold out card or not but I don't know I've got so many projects on the go right now that I just I don't know when I'll look at it next so yeah definitely we'll yeah. have you guys over when we got the new office all set up we'll do an episode there and you guys can come look at some of that stuff that would be so rad post pandemic most likely we'll, absolutely we'll... yeah COVID free we'll all be wearing hazmat suits hey you know what that's a fashion <laughs> statement I look good in white so, so um yeah. as far what's what's yeah, kind Detroit of the next Jersey. yeah exactly just rock some <laughs> red wings get ups what's the next big product that's coming out for for you guys hockey uh december 22nd artifacts hits it's late this year it's gonna be right before christmas full of memorabilia um it's gonna be pretty hot uh we like series one's already gone absolutely crazy like you know, we moved, well, 700 or 800 boxes yesterday, uh, wow. just to put it in perspective of, of how hot that product was. And it's already, we were doing pre-orders at 100, and it's on eBay at 175 already. Um, so it's really, really a hot product. I think Artifacts will be doing the same. Okay. It's out in December. So there's we're expecting maybe two more products before Christmas. I don't know. Uh, like I said, we're not on schedule because of the whole COVID thing. So it's kind of thrown everything off um we do have series two pre-orders open now and that's till march and we've already pre-sold more boxes than we have a series one so i don't know maybe there's a bunch of other rookies in this year's draft that people are looking forward to besides byfield i guess what's the byfield card going for <sighs> who knows it'll probably come out of the gate at 100 150 um it'll be interesting because the players if they start in march will actually get to see about six weeks of uh of them playing 
um, before before those cards hit the market. Where right now we had, you know, the cards are out, but we're not going to see them play for three months. Yeah. You know, it'd be interesting too, like talking Canucks anyway. Um, if Hoglander makes the Canucks and gets into some games, all of a sudden we got a rookie card for him. And he's, you know, a pretty sought after uh, prospect we're all waiting to see that's been talked about a lot. Um, Pod Colson's another one. Like the Canucks yeah. have that a pretty, ma- I mean, Jack Rathbone potentially. There's a lot of guys just on the Canucks, and I know there's a lot of other players that we'll be talking about too. Um, but as you know, Jay, in our market, you know, the Canucks are definitely king as well as the original six teams. Um, yeah. So as far as having two more rookies on top of Di Pietro and Ulevi, um, you know, there's a lot of value in, in just the base, their base series alone. So um, I think March could be a pretty massive, uh, pretty massive opening for Upper Deck too. And not, not only them, obviously you guys. We're looking forward to it for sure. Like I say, the the pre-order numbers were going to get cut off pretty quick. So everybody that locks in, and that's like when you see stuff on the secondary market start going crazy. It's just we're out of product and we got to rebuy. Mm-hmm. Uh, we were actually, I was giving people $250 gift cards yesterday not to take their pre-order cases. So they didn't have to pay. And they just have a free $250 gift card in the store to not take their cases. So, so that shows you how crazy the market is, <laughs> the industry is right now. Um, so who knows if it'll be like that in March, there'll be a few more products out. And if the season gets off the ground, it'll be awesome. How, how um, often does that happen where you're, where you're basically having to bribe to leave your case? Every, every once in a while, sometimes, you know what, you'll get a call from the, the distributor and they're like, Hey, if you don't want to take your order, I can do better on this or this, you know, it's a good one right away. So, yeah. or they don't let you order it and just like two boxes show up or something, you know, it's pretty good. Yeah. What crazy a, what a time um, football this year is nuts uh prison football is huge it comes out december 2nd and it's supposed to be about 400 dollars a box and i'm already buying it at 1600 so and that's that's not even out yet so we'll we'll see what happens december 2nd when that hits it's gonna be just i don't know if you guys are big football fans or not but it's just crazy what a world i need eh? to get in on one of those card breaks where like i i like slip you some extra cash to make sure that i pick up the brown side of things yeah I think, I, I think those will be available yeah <laughs> they uh i mean definitely like herbert and, and burrow and like the, the big quarterbacks this year are just monstrous too and then i mean there's some running backs and receivers too so it's gone i mean claypool around this area has gone nuts too right so it's it's good yeah. to see you have like a CD Lamb or something like that. It's like a, yeah, a solid rookie out in Dallas, right? Big team, popular team. Kyler. There's there's so there's so many guys this year. Yeah, it's a monster year. But uh, like I say, if gone are the days of being able to just, you know, buy a guy for three bucks and hope that he gets to a hundred. It's like if a guy's got any potential at all, you're buying him for two hundred and hope it gets to three thousand. So it's like, yeah, it's it's just nuts. I re- last year I thought Kyler Murray was too much at twenty dollars US. Oh man! And now it's about a five hundred dollar Canadian card. So I was like, oh my god, yeah. what was? I, I think I bought three at, or four of them. But for looking at Murray right now, his numbers where he is right now in the season is similar to what Lamar was doing last year. Yeah, like yeah. unheard of. And Lamar stuff's crazy. I think we got a Lamar at the store. It's like fifteen G's or something. So, Holy geez. Yeah. I showed on one of the one of the shows we did there. We had the Russell Wilson stuff, and. Uh, we were into those for about three grand a piece a few years ago, and now they're fetching that sixty, seventy thousand. So, yeah. So, because obviously you're a you're a sponsor for the show, you're a pretty important person to this show. I'm a new person who is looking at getting into a card break. It's something I've never done before. What am I looking for? How do I get into doing something like this? How do you how do you how does one make this happen if they're new to the scene? The best bet probably is to, to come make an appointment really and come and see us. I know normally the store is open. You come in, we can make it, you know, make it work. Uh, we're trying to, if you're coming in and you've got 80 questions, set up an appointment. Let's set something to go up. Or if you're kind of shy and you just don't want to go out and see people, if you go to playerschoicesports.com, uh, it's got our break spots on there. Like right now we're filling a box for 1984-85, so Steve Eisman rookie year. Uh, so we're filling a spot for that. Um, and then we can do like tomorrow night, if everybody wants to see it, we're actually breaking like a case, a third case of series one tomorrow night. Just if you want to check it out, it's already sold out, but we will be, we'll be, we'll be running a case break on there tomorrow night. So you can kind of see how it works. Um, but we're pretty easy to, to get a hold of or talk to. 
um, you know, it's, it's an easy thing. Once you, once you buy into one or two, you become, you know, a pro. I was joking around with a, another dealer friend of mine today. It's like, you get these guys that have been collecting three weeks and all of a sudden they're telling me how to do stuff. So everybody's <laughs> their own professional. So you just go, go with it. Um, but, uh, yeah, it's a pretty, pretty fun thing. So, but it can be a little intimidating in the beginning. So there you go. When you get time, hit the, uh, for any of our listeners who are checking this out, hit the site and see about getting yourself in on a break. And check in on their YouTube page too, guys. Uh, make sure you subscribe onto their Player's Choice uh, YouTube page. Uh, those flex shows are, I mean, if you're a card fanatic, and even if you're not, and you're just kind of seeing like, what is so cool about this? Get in on there. They're, you know, four episodes young, but uh, you've got all your breaks in there too. All the all the old stuff too, right? That's right. They're all posted on all there. The, the new episode and... airing Tuesdays, all about SP or uh, all about like game use stuff. So we've got like a WAS set of pads there, a Carey Price pad set. I think I got a game used Ovechkin and Crosby sticks on there. It's kind of cool stuff to see. So Dif- different than cards, anyways. Yeah. So if you haven't seen that stuff, I mean, anybody listening to our podcast, I mean, you're a hockey fan at the very least. You may hopefully be a Canucks fan, but. Um, you definitely know what you're getting into when you hear memorabilia. Like this is all the stuff we, you know, geek out about. Right. And we all do it. Um, Jason, you run a shop, but I mean, I know you like, you know, when we have chats, like you just talk about some of the stuff and, you know, you get excited. Like we're all feeling like kids on some of the stuff. Cause at the end of the day, like, you know, it's fun. We're, we're all having fun and it's just a different way to do it. You know, instead of uh, going to, you know, the bar or going to, you know, the casino or, or whatever. I mean, right now, this is definitely taking off um, definitely more than I can remember. And I'm sure that you can remember, but at the same time, when this is all said and done, like that's still going to be there. And that, that hobby has been around for ages um, and it's only going to get stronger. So um I think uh, on that note, we'll probably let you go. Thanks for coming by. I know you've had a busy week. Like I said, you've opened, you know, give or take about a hundred thousand packs of hockey cards in the last couple of days. So it's been pretty. It's been it's been a lot of packs. That's for sure. Yeah. So we definitely. I know that on the Tuesday night it was like Christmas Eve. I couldn't sleep, but part of it was the excitement for the packs, and part of it was the worrying that the product wouldn't be here the next day. So it was kind of like a half and half. So. Well, but it's as, I get super excited for that stuff too. Yeah. As long as your truck's a push start, you know, with a little <laughs> yeah, button, I think good, you don't have to worry to about go. turning yeah. the key with uh, having sore fingers. So, yeah, um, no on that worries. note, we'll uh, we'll let you go. Thanks so much, Jason. And uh, I know I'll be seeing you soon. I got to pick up my loot from uh, the break and uh, try to sneak out some extra cards somehow. For sure, cool guys. Thank you. Yeah. See you guys. Thanks so much for Thanks making for time to us. come on. Thanks, Jay. Okay, Bye. Beautiful. What a cool guy. He is a very cool guy. I've I was joking on uh I was joking on the the break yesterday cuz he's just awful. Awful and self-admitted too that at uh, pronouncing players names. Like he goes, "Don't come to me and know and <laughs> and think I'm going to know how to pronounce these guys names. I am absolutely brutal at it." But uh he he does a good job and uh I mean, like I said, you watch this guy. I was watching him open hockey cards yesterday. For four hours. Four hours of opening hockey cards. Not a group. One man. Yeah, and you, you watch this online or did you? Want... Yeah. Yeah. It's all on yeah. their on their YouTube and face. It's a little you bit have, easier for some. You have four hours to yourself in a day? I did yesterday. At night I do. Damn. I know. Good for you. <laughs> I'm living it up. What can I say? <laughs> what can I say? You know what? You you play you play the cards right, no pun intended. And, uh, you know, you can have some time to yourself. I mean, thankfully, we're in the fall season of, uh, you know, the, the Grey's Anatomies and the, the Bachelorette and all those. Yeah, so those are all back on now, right, too. So I got no problems, man. I got time to myself. How about you? I don't have that much time. Why? <laughs> man, I don't know. I feel like I feel like my whole time, my whole time is consumed with 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 the kids and home and doing stuff with the kids and home and yeah man i don't think there's ever we watch a lot of shows together too so i don't try to hit movies ava's getting older now right so we watch a lot of movies with her and uh yeah man four hour four hour blocks though don't exist where nothing is going on for me except for i do do like the earn friday thing so like every second friday i get off uh so i try to obviously that'd probably be a good idea to do it but nobody's opening packs during the day 
we got to time this better. I got to figure out, we got to sync our Fridays somehow. Yeah. Although I don't know if that's going to be allowed. We might have to do it in secret. We'll go for a run on opposite sides of the fields. I'm just like, hey. Yeah. What do you think about this trade? Do you yeah. think the Canucks should go Demko for more than? A... Yeah. What do we know about that? Are, are they are they closing gyms and stuff like that, or, or are we still gonna be able to do that? Or I think you can still do yoga. I don't think you can do yoga. I can, but you mean well, in general? You can yoga. Oh, in in general, yeah, yeah. you're downward facing dog king. Yeah. <laughs> I got a downward facing dog laying on the floor over there, so. Um, I don't. I I looked into it. I think basically, uh, you can have sports, but you can't have spectators. Um, okay. Basically, chilling with your fam, your immediate fam, as your they they shrunk down from your your pick six to uh, to whatever you got in the house. So, make sure you enjoy the people around you. I suppose. Yeah, and maybe don't take what Ryan's saying as word. Like maybe look it up for yourself. I, I would do that. Yeah, I am definitely not uh, the voice of reason on this. So I mean, we're only a few hours removed from when Doctor Bonnie dropped the hammer. So you know, yeah, definitely maybe go do some research on your own. I'm definitely not the one you want to get your news from. But I'm assuming you don't because it's a podcast. By the time you get this, could be tomorrow, could be the next day. Um, um, I know we're about to head into more hockey talk. Real quick, can you just explain to me what's going on with your hat? Okay, so I'm gonna post some more pictures. So I've wanted the Masters, like the caddy hat, since I can remember. I would say early teens and 37. So I've wanted the caddy hat, the, the, the slick green with the, you know, the United States, or I guess it's, yeah, and then the little flagpole where Augusta George is. I've always, I just, it's so clean, it's crisp, and it's the Masters. Who doesn't love the Masters? I, I, I can't find someone. It's amazing. So... Anyway, I didn't want to drop seventy or eighty dollars on that hat. Um, there's this company, Vice Golf. They make basically pro golf balls at a cheaper price. You can customize them. Blah 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 blah. Um, they launched this hat two days before the Masters. Um, and for people that haven't seen the picture and our listeners out there, it's basically the green Masters hat. It's a flat brim. That's my jam. Um, and it's got in the center. Um, a white breaded sandwich, essentially. It is a it is a slice of bread, eh? Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, and then it's oh, got yeah. it's got the flag in there, just like the Masters logo, but it's a it's a sandwich. So apparently, this is the because I've never been to the Masters. I I don't know if you have or not. Can't, can't no, uh, uh, nope. Okay, so so we're both uh, non Masters going people. Anyway, this is the sandwich I suppose that they they serve there, and. Uh, I thought it was pretty cool. This this brand had launched. It's a limited edition, and um, I figured, you know what? This is my way of getting something cool, embracing the Masters. Um, I do have a Masters hat, like a, a, a one of my Jersey City customers gave me many years ago. His brother-in-law in Arizona had like a golf shop, and it was a 2005, like a a Masters numbered one, which they're they're equally tough to get. But he's like, yeah, I'll just get you one, and so I wear that every master's weekend all all three or four days so that's kind of and it's like a dad hat style the other one and yeah uh, I, rock, I rock those yeah yeah so it's, you know i just i'm a hat fiend as anybody that knows me will know um and just something kind of cool and then like the underbrim has all the little like scattered um bread logos on there and it just something different you know what i i enjoy having something that um strikes a conversation as you have done well played sir Hey, it's Ryan from the PP1 Podcast on Cryer Media. If you're looking for a spot to advertise your company, your brand, your cheese wheel, some beer, maybe some donuts, this is the spot. Reach out to me via DM on Twitter or Instagram at always94, and I'd be more than happy to chat with you. Worst case scenario, we just become best friends. And how awesome does that sound? So that's the story. can't always be about your mustache. Oh, it can't be. Dean Blundell doesn't doesn't seem to like my mustache. By the way, oh, we Dean. we we are part of the Dean Blundell network, and uh, they've been taking care of us. Um, as has, and I feel like we're really bad at this. When we get our new little podcast machine, we're gonna have like buttons for ads, and I'll just push it, and I don't have to remember anything. Yeah. and we'll have that too. I can get up to four sounds, I think. So um, we're also sponsored until uh, the new year by Owners Box Weekly Fantasy Sports. Um, Ted, you and I went head to head week one. 
I beat uh, this little jabroni Chris Phillips week two. So I am the inaugural PP1 Invitational Champion. So I cleaned up for about 26 American dollars because wow. it's not Canadian yet. Um, and Kyle got in there as well, the actual Kyle. Um, but he took me for 10 bucks, and I won a couple other ones, lost a couple other ones. So climbing the ranks, but uh, very cool product. You guys got to check it out. A lot of fun. I feel like just doing the drafts is like the most fun, honestly. it's And it's a different pressure if anybody's done fantasy football drafts for an entire season. It's like you're only drafting for a two to four week span, right? So, you know, if you got guys on bye week, maybe you're a guy like me, you don't want to manage the lineup. So I'm trying to not pick guys that are on bye weeks. And uh, it's cool because the app does a really good job of setting up, you know, maybe giving you an idea who you should be picking versus having to do a bunch of deep diving, which I wasn't really interested in doing. So it was a lot of fun. Yeah. And you're not going both ways if you have to. And you're not going for like those deep dive, you know, deep, deep, deep sleeper picks that you're doing in your normal league where like, oh, I hope the fourth receiver, you know, gets gets put into the lineup today so I can, you know, blow up some guy. Yeah. You're you're going after the guys you believe are the every week go-to players. And uh, it, the draft, as you said, it's fun. The, how long does those drafts take? Like 10, 15 uh, minutes? I think there was four of us drafting with, I think it was 30 seconds a pick and it literally took us five minutes. To get yeah. To and like all the thrill of it, right? Yeah. So, it was really good. Yeah. Very, very cool product. Um, Canadian company. So, uh, you know, Canada's getting involved on this. But uh, Owner's Box, check them out. We'll definitely be tweeting links and Instagram links and all that kind of jazz. But uh, as you are saying, we are going to talk about Canucks. <sighs> and there's nothing really going on. No Travis Green. No, you know, no new signings. We're not really hearing much. But uh, I guess uh, the first and foremost, like, if the NHL is going to happen, I was listening to um, a rival podcast that one day we'll catch, and they had Farhan Lalji on. And he was basically saying for the NHL to start on Dece- or, uh, January 1st, which is kind of what a lot of people think may be happening or what they're hoping, basically, they have to have this announcement by next week. They have to have the announcement to all the players by Tuesday to say, get back to Canada or get back to U.S. Um, so you can have your two-week quarantine. Then you have your training camps, which would be in December. Um, all t- and then obviously there's Christmas. But basically to make everything happen for January 1st, by Tuesday, next week, mm-hmm. the NHL would have to have a decision. The NBA's already got theirs. What do you think? I I, I just am not, I'm not sold on it happening yet. I mean... And just like we were for bubble hockey for the playoffs, I'm just not sold until it happens, really. Right. Um, I think that's a lot of moving pieces that still need to be taken care of. And we're still not even talking about the fact, and I think it was Farhan that brought this up on Team 1040. Um, no, no, was it? Oh, maybe it was while he was on Team 1040. The fact that, you know, maybe not the entire league is interested in going through with the season yet. Maybe the cost to operate during the regular season is greater than the loss that's going to take place to run big, full, empty arenas and what it costs to staff these things and keep it running maintenance-wise. And, um, uh, you know, somebody had brought up the fact of, you know, these are these are rich owners who want to stay rich, right? So I just, I think there's a lot of things that have to go right for the NHL and the NHL has not always been the most, you know, first to the dance league. Um, they did a really good job with the bubble and the playoffs. And I think maybe they did the best job of any of the, the major sports leagues at, at running a playoff style. Um, but it's a different animal to run an entire regular season. So I think that's next week is soon, right? And so unless that date gets extended and we're looking at next week for an announcement for this thing to take place, I'm, I'm not, I'm not 100% sold. So yeah that's that's my take on it i'd be curious to know what you think well not only that it's not only just getting them back and making this announcement but the big thing right now i believe is that they're asking them to take um i guess to go into escrow or whatever is the return to play kind of fund like to to forfeit or or delay i think what did they say like 14 percent forgo forgo 14 percent yeah to kind of make this happen like 14 that's a lot of money that's a massive ask, you know? Yeah. I mean, these guys want to play hockey, right? So if that, they decide... That's a lot a union, of money, say, though. Say 14% of the players don't want to do it. I mean, you're a union, right? So 
if you're striking, you're striking. If you're back to work, you're back to work, right? Yeah. So uh, not that this is a strike, but I'm just using that as a scenario. So yeah, it's a lot of money, but they're going to have to pitch in too to make this thing work. It can't just 100% come out of the owner's pockets. Um, but yeah, 14, 14% is a big number. We're not feeling for these guys, you know, 100%. I mean, they are all millionaires, so to speak, right? So I think um, the, the bigger thing for me is going to be the logistics end of it, right? I mean, uh, quarantine, call-ups, injuries, filling rosters, things like that. Maybe we can look a little bit at the NFL and how they've handled it for, for guys going down with COVID and for injuries taking place. But I'm thinking that a lot of these provinces might have uh, stricter guidelines to follow. Um, but, you know, it's not a humongous roster like they have in the NFL and they can pull a guy from a practice squad. We're talking about guys that might not be playing hockey in North America because there's no AHL team available for them to play on, right? So where do these players come to populate the rest of these teams if big entries happen? I'd be curious to know how that works. I think they were also talking about just expanded rosters, kind of like how baseball brings in their expanded rosters. But again, you've got, you know, let's say you do have all of your star players from your AHL team or your guys, your prospects overseas, you're going to bring them over and just like have a, a B team just sitting there practicing when they could be yeah, playing like games. You're 100% right. What's better for what's better for a Nils Hoaglander? Is it better for Nils to be playing on a loan in one of the best men's pro leagues in the world, in, in the Swedish Elite League? Or is it better for Nils Hoaglander to be here, not playing any games, but, but still practicing with, with NHL pro-level athletes? I guess that's for the team to decide. I don't know the answer to that. Um, but that's one less option if he goes overseas that we can, you know, the Vancouver Canucks can talk about bringing and adding to a lineup. Yeah, I mean, watching football tonight and, you know, you're seeing empty stadiums, they clearly have a bigger TV deal than the NHL does. But they're making it work. I, again, one game a week, sometimes two, depending on if you have the short week. But they are making it work. And, I mean, you are hearing cases, for sure. Uh -huh. And uh -huh. I think that's inevitable now. BC, we're, we're hearing cases all the time. But maybe it's not the craziest thing to open it up a little bit at that point. Like maybe there is a model where, you know, you're getting 13,000 people max to not every stadium, but the ones that are allowing it. Um, like, is that nuts to think that, you know, they loosened up to that point even? Like, I think the WHL starting in, uh, is it January? Is it going to be body checking? Yes, there is going to be body checking, yeah. <laughs> so, but I know like for the Rockets um, specifically, because that's a team that is local to us. Mm -hmm. They're basically saying you have to stay in your own section or your own quadrant, essentially use, everybody uses that bathroom, men and women. Everyone has that whatever concession, if there is. Um, I would assume they have concession, definitely washrooms. But everybody is into essentially your giant cohort of the arena. Um, and you can't really mill around and do your loser laps like we all usually do in intermission. But that's a lower level. They need the gate for sure. Um, and I don't know if that's a full still a bottleneck. Yeah. It, it, yeah. I mean, logistically it's, it's not pretty any way you look at it, but is is, I guess the big question is something better than nothing. I think, I think obviously something is better than nothing, but again, I think that those spots will, if it's, if it's 1300 people say, yeah, those spots will get filled. Oh yeah. Is it is it something I love the Rockets. I love going to watch Rockets games. Is it something that I'm probably going to do? No, I'm I'm probably not going to put myself in that situation. I'm probably not going to uh make my way down to a game and and be in close contacts with that many people, cohort or not. It's still a big cohort that I don't know, right? Oh, um, for sure. And even if you're the type of person because there is these people out here that are, you know, you know, the I don't believe in science people and the conspiracy people and the, the I believe in science people. It, if I, if I have people at home that I'm concerned about and their health and I'm not concerned about my own, then I'm still probably not going to the game for those reasons. Right. Right. Exactly. Yeah. I, and that's the thing. Like you look at the NHLers, you look at any pro athlete and guys like Tuka Rask who left the bubble for, you know, personal reasons. He wanted to make sure that his family was okay Obviously, it ended up working out for the NHL, but you can't fault the guy. You can't say that he's wrong. He got shit on so hard. He did. I mean, dude, you know, 
as a if you were a Bruins fan, obviously you're super pissed, but you don't you don't know him. Like <laughs> you don't you don't know me. You don't know me. I'm a big deal. <laughs> but you don't know him. Like you can't make that call. So anyway, that is uh that's our COVID chat for for the PP one. We haven't done many COVID chats, so that's good. It's yeah, we got away from it, which was kinda nice. Um but you know. Some, sometimes reality kicks in. Today was a big day, um, British Columbia, so I think it's fair to to chat about that for a little bit. And uh, obviously, we break it up with chatting some hockey cards. Uh, we did bring it up with Jason about the reverse retros, which are current jerseys. If we really want to get technical about it, mm-hmm. I just I, the the name reverse retro just seems so stupid. But whatever, I don't I'm, mind it. It just it, it just yeah, seems it. like I get it, but it just seems like. I mean, reverse retro, so current. Like, my, my 10-year-old brought that up. And I said, yeah, yeah, you're right. <laughs> you're, you're right. So, there you go, NHL. Maybe maybe think that through next time. But what did you think? Like, there's definitely some duds. There's absolutely some duds on this. But I guess, yeah. let's, here we go, here we go. Player's Choice funny, was I'm wearing, on. I'm wearing a gradient hat right now, too, which is kind of funny. Very, very, very timely. Um, because Player's Choice was on, let's do it. Let's do Dudes and Guys of the Reverse Retro. Player's Choice Sports, where you get all of your sporting card needs Pokemon. They're a diamond dealer for Upper Deck. Um, you can also meet Jason, and he will take your money for very cool things, and you can make your house and personal collections look very cool. Player's Choice Sports. Ted, who was uh-huh. your... Maybe let's do the guys first. Who is your guy for the Reverse Retro series? Uh, there's a few to choose from. Uh, I'll give you two. You kinda... I'll give you two because why not? Okay. Yeah. Uh, I think that's fair. I I think that what was the even the point of inviting the New York Islanders out to bring, uh, invite them to go join the reverse retro party? Those jerseys suck. It's their uh, current jersey. They have that jersey sorry, already. Sorry, sorry, sorry. That effort sucked. There you go. Um, because the jerseys, although nice, are literally they're just their current jerseys. Like, who gives a shit? Like, what? It, it's it's like they said, oh, we have to make a jersey. Well, we're not making a jersey. Well, you have to make a jersey. Well, okay, I guess we'll just do this jersey then. Uh, this is supposed to be a reverse retro jersey. Yeah, that was our jersey from five years ago. Yeah, well, it's also your current jersey. Well, you said older jersey. So and it was like, older a month ago. Yeah. So, yeah, really, really, really weak effort. Uh, not not happy about that one at all. I think it's again another team with such a really bright accent color in that orange that could have done something really awesome that just shit the bed. Yeah, it was awful. And who would be uh, your other one? I really hate the Vegas Golden Knights jersey. You do? I hate it. I hate oh, it so but yeah. I like it. Oh, it's just so it go- it's just so weak. And I was we, we talked about Jason this with Jason. This looks like this looks like a a, a Canadian Tire thirty nine dollar jersey. That your aunt hooked you up for Christmas because you asked for a Golden Knights jersey, but she doesn't know what a good Golden Knights jersey looks like because they have a nice jersey. Yeah, this was a this was a big loss. That red is so gross. I think it would have been they're the Golden Knights. Why not go with a gold jersey? See, I uh, like I like it because big, it goes back to their heritage, to their long storied <laughs> to, back to the days where we thought about using red for a jersey. Yes, yes, exactly. <laughs> so those were those were also pretty weak. So th- those would be my my guys. Those are my guy jerseys. I yeah, they could have done the Vegas jersey. I think better. I think I do like the red. Um, I think they could have made a, a bigger effort on it and probably played around a bit more. But you know what? This is their first. Well, they they did bring out the gold recently too. So. Yeah, honorable mention goes to the 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 Flames snotty horse jersey. Oh, I, I can't like believe people either. like that. It is awful. Yeah, I mean, I get it. I get what they're doing. It's the only thing that's different in their entirety of their. Well, they their released history, every so. other one, so. Yeah, I, I get it, but uh, whatever that jersey, that jersey can. They like take it. A hike. I think Calgary likes it, so. Who cares? Yeah, well, um, that's why it's an honorable mention. Yeah. Okay, that's fair. So if I were gonna pick my two absolute guy jerseys. And I can't use yours, so that's going to make things a little bit tougher. I'm going to do, you know what, Florida's? Come on. They also have that jersey. Like, that's pretty close. I mean, you could, maybe they tweaked, like, the lettering a little bit. That's about it. I mean, when, uh-huh. you're, when you're cresting that thing up, it's like, yeah, all right. I guess, I guess that's, that's what we'll allow you to do. 
Um, and I guess the other one was probably like you can make a case. There's the obvious ones like Detroit. That one was awful. Um, but I guess the other one, probably Nashville. Even Nashville's just kind of like I don't know, it looks like a nighty almost. Like it's more of the same. Yeah, it's it's you know it's a meh. That is when we came up with this. This is how you would pronounce it. Like meh. Yeah, this is the Ted Meh jersey. Yeah. So who? Okay, I and, and I give you dibs on this again because you're my guy. You're my dude. Who are your uh, Who are your top two for your dudes? Top two. I didn't really have to think super long about this one. Uh, there was a couple of ones sneaking in there for three and four, I think. Uh, but my in my top two is that Hartford Whalers jersey. Yes. That Especially is just the so old mega whale. Dope. The old whale on the shoulders. Yeah, it's really what I wanted the Canucks jersey to be, if being completely honest. So I just love, love that jersey. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, with the with the toot toot whale on the jersey. Uh, number one is got to be that fresh, fresh to the death looking Nordiques Avalanche jersey. Holy shit, is that nice? They just got rid of, uh, you know, that classic red that sits in there. Replaced it with the Avalanche burgundy. Um, and that avalanche blue it still looks like a Nordiques jersey. And even though the colors are obviously, you know, clearly avalanche color screen, it just looks so tight. And I can't uh, wait to see what the goaltender setups look like that. I'm, I'm just craving seeing some all white pads and maybe a, a full brown leather looking setup to go along with this thing too. I think it would look so good. Uh, you know, seeing McKinnon flying around with that jersey on, I think would be great too. So that's a, that's a tight looking jersey. We're seeing Frank who's uh rock like some pads with like the fleur de lis on each pad yeah yeah absolutely we should have that's a that's a great looking jersey it's kind of you know uh you know kyle you know kyle mentioned this it's it's almost these are two jerseys that i'm i'm pining on a little bit but it's a bit of a kick in the kick in the face kick in the pants to 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 cities like hartford and and hartford and quebec who no longer have nhl teams now that are seeing these jerseys and they lost their teams and yeah, whatever. They did the Memphis but they and also Vancouver might, Grizzlies. Yeah, they also might like that too, so who knows? Who am I? Yeah. I think uh, I'm I will say as far as my surprise went, I'm surprised St. Louis didn't do the the failed third jersey that ever that you know, the the three three horns or the three trumpets. Do you ever see that one? The, I don't know if I even remember that jersey. The one it's this is basically the jersey, but it's um they had one, it was when the gradient came out mm-hmm. and it was the one that never got made. There's three giant trumpets, and I thought they were going that direction. So I'm a little uh-huh. upset that they didn't like totally sell out and, and just tank it completely for the sake of people hate things so much they want them. But uh, you know what I mean? Like where it's just so bad. Yeah. That I think that's what Vancouver was trying to do with this gradient, with this gradient like reverse retro feel and, and I'm getting it. It's growing on me a little bit more, but they were trying to go to the back to that. It's so bad. It's good era. Yeah. Uh, and the green does look better than the red. You know what I think about it, about the Canucks one. And then I'll get to my two picks. I think when I see that at first, I thought I'm like, this is just the most basic, easy thing to do. But then I started thinking that stick Jersey. Remember when we saw that, the new one, when they came out with their new alternate, the, the stick and yeah, ring. I like I liked that one instantly. But it looked it looked really basic, right? Like it just looked kind of blah. But then we saw it on the ice, and it became it became the one you wanted to see them play in. Yeah, it's a good looking jersey. So I kind of feel that way about this one. So for the Canucks, I don't love it, but I I do get where you're going, and um, they never won in the original version of that jersey. So again, interesting choice. So um, my two. It was tough because the Columbus one was pretty mint, but I'm just kidding. <laughs> what? I'm, I'm just kidding. That's that. That is. There's your Walmart jersey right there. Um, my two. This is a tough one. I'm gonna go with. I, I think I'm just gonna go with the craziness. I think seeing Anaheim bring back Wild Wing. I just I never I never hated that jersey to begin with. I thought that was What about the cartoon show? Did you? Yeah. Oh yeah, I watched it. Absolutely. Yeah. Saturday mornings, you bet. That was a great show. So, I mm-hmm. I'm happy they went back to that cuz it was such a tough jersey to find whether it was on eBay or whatever. Like that was a really tough jersey to find. Um so that would probably be one of them. And then I really wanted to say Washington cuz the red looks good, but I hate the screaming it's eagle. Good. 
It is a good looking jersey though. But the Screaming Eagle, I just I've never been a fan of that logo. So, I mean, whatever. Peter Bondre, I think didn't they model him in that or something? The new one, something like that. So like it's it's cool. It's just eh. again they probably could have eh, whatever. It's Washington and everybody's got to pick one. Um, my second one. I'm probably going to have to go with, and I cannot believe I'm saying this because I hated it at the time. I have grown up. Can I guess? I'm going to let you guess. Is it Buffalo? No. I eh, I, st- I still think that's kind of a lame one. But okay. It, it works, whatever. Um, no, the, the Yotes. Yeah, okay. So me and you are obviously on a very clear path here. I'm going for the very retro feel. You're going for the very I'm way the hell out there feel. But that's me. You know, like yeah, Anyone yeah. that knows me, like I'm off. I'm definitely off the board. So, yeah, it's, I hated it so when it came out. It's Nike Air Max's Ryan, basically. Yeah, it is. But, like, just the details bringing back, like, the little cacti on the bottom in the mountains and, you know, the peyote, coyote face. And just, it's, I love details and they're awful, awful details that work. So, yeah, and, and that Coyotes jersey is a, is a home jersey. That Ducks jersey is a, an away jersey. Maybe we even get to see those two teams play against each other in those two wacky jerseys. Wouldn't that be something? Well, kind of like the Seahawks yeah. and, uh, and the Cardinals tonight, the, the, the lime green and the, the black, right? It was kind of neat yes. to see both those color rush, right? Yeah, yeah. So, yeah. Anyway, dudes and guys, I think that was a, a good little chitty chat. Um, there's not much more to go on. Uh, Team Canada has their World Junior Camp right now. And uh, did you see that Kirby Doc pass? Oh, my God. Like, I Somebody sent me a replay of that. Uh, okay, so we'll set it up a little bit. So it's Kirby Doc coming down on a two-on-one. Uh, and I don't know who the forward is that pops this goal off the pass. But it happens so it cousins, quick. He looks maybe? like he just goes quickly between his between his legs. He goes back. And then looks like he's going to dangle it across on a backhand. But before he goes between his legs, all of a sudden the puck is just across the crease before the player just taps it in. And I was like, what happened there in real time? It was, I couldn't tell what was going on before they finally just had to show the thing in, in slow motion replay. And he goes between his legs, kicks it with his opposite foot across the crease, right on the stick blade. And the defender who was defending that play had no idea what was happening. He didn't, didn't even reach to look at the puck. It was crazy. I saw it three I've times. I've never seen anything like that. Three times before I figured it out. Oh, just but, nuts. But the nuts, force nuts, to nuts. do that, too, with your skate, like, just to do that in general, like, that's a pretty hard... It was a hard pass. And it was 100% intentional. Yeah. Like, imagine if Petey did that. And he I might. I could imagine Petey doing that, yeah. Like, in a game, imagine a, a pro doing that. Like, Kirby Doc is a pro. He could do that for Chicago. This was like, uh, just this was like watching somebody do a, a this like the Svechnikov, watching Svechnikov do the Svechnikov in a game, right? Mm-hmm. Like other players have kicked the puck like that, but to do it with that level of, uh, it reminded me of wherewithal. Of, it reminded me of the Jason Williams. Do you remember the Jason Williams pass where he goes behind his back with his left hand, oh, puts the ball behind yeah. his back like he's done a hundred times to bring it. Yeah. through to his right hand yeah but instead he puts it behind his back and he hits his elbow and it goes cross court to the player before they slam it in i think it was i think it was no i can't remember who it was but it was like that right it was it was so it drew you away with the, with the move to the left before it instantly ended up right with a different body part it was crazy yeah it you just see that and i get excited i think that that's the kind of hockey i'm ready to see again so yeah um I think we've pretty much exhausted a two-man show this week. There wasn't much to talk about, but we made it happen. Um, and Jason forgot to bring my card, so that's why I couldn't show off for like 10 minutes or so. Brady is finishing a big project, so he may be back next week. I would assume so. Um, I think we've got a couple cool guests lined up for the next few weeks. I have been chatting to a former Vancouver Canuck who would actually requested to be on our show. So this is how big we are now. I know. I know. He played with Pavel Burry. He also played with, uh, on a former team, he also played with uh, number 99. I'll tell you off the off, off the podcast. It's going to be a good one. And, yeah, I don't uh, I don't really do a whole, I just show up. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I appreciate that. Barely, barely sometimes. So, um, Ted, any final words? No, man. Uh, I, I don't think hockey-wise, no, no more no more words but uh if if lockdown thing is is happening just stay uh stay high and tight stay close to home stay safe and just make sure that uh, everybody's staying on the up and up when it comes to positivity wow 
so well spoken. That's why we have you. You're, I'll take it. You're you're well spoken and a good looking guy. Um, so that'll be us, folks. Rate, review, subscribe. You know where we're at. Come join us on Owner's Box. I want to take some of your money or your owner's bucks at the very least. Let's do it this weekend, this Sunday. Let's let's play some fantasy football together. Um, check out our our Twitter that has this fleet thing. It's basically Instagram with a bird now, which I hate. Um, but uh, follow us along. See what's going on with us. And uh, as Ted said, stay safe because we want to keep coming back. On behalf of my buddy Ted, I'm Ryan. This is the PP1 Podcast. Peace out. That was fun. Come on, let's go to the Blue Hotel. I want to live at the Blue Hotel. The podcast that goes everywhere the imagination dares. It's for the open-minded, the pleasure seeker. It's Jeff Woods with the new podcast about relationships and sexuality, theme-based with special guests, the Blue Hotel Hotline, and every episode climaxes with an adult bedtime story. Get a room and listen in at the Blue Hotel. Begins Friday, September 23rd. I'm Jeff Woods, and I'm shining a light on music and the rock stars who make it. He just was one of those people. He, he stood out. He was a magic guy. He really was a magic guy. All, we all have faults. He had the same amount of faults as we all have. This was before Led Zeppelin. Robert was full on. I mean, he was Led Zeppelin without the band behind him. He had the hair, the jeans, the whole thing, you know? And he was amazing. The Records and Rockstars podcast heard around the world and yours to hear wherever you get podcasts. All the episodes from jeffwoodsradio.com.